in one, two, three. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 106. Yes, we're back again to fill you some sort of gaming knowledge. Um, joining me, Neil Bolt, today are my illustrious colleagues, uh, the pillar of the community himself, Ben Shillabur Hall. Hello, Mr. Ben. Hey, man. How are you doing today? Fantastic. I couldn't watch MasterChef USA this week without thinking <laughs> all those Gordon Ramsay related things from last week, but it's, <laughs> it's been quite fun. It's like, and yourself? Uh, not too bad. Uh, remember, we got a tweet last week from someone after the podcast ended. Uh, oh, yes, we did. I'm trying to remember it. I know there was. Uh, one second. Uh, but George Foreman actually has his own game. Yes, he had a boxing game, which, you know, being a boxer, he did, <laughs> he did actually uh, do something <laughs> other than grill food at uh, some point. Josh yes. Bailey. Josh Bailey, that was, that was it. Game Gear. That was it, yeah. Uh, good yeah. old Game Gear. Well, I say good old Game Gear. It was a terrible piece of kit in some ways. The battery yeah, life, especially. The battery life was a horrible part of it. I like oh, everything yes. else. <laughs> I still got oh. mine. Oh, my God. What do you need? It's an extra table <laughs> leg? Or <laughs> something? <laughs> Prop doors open? Well, okay. the screen's died, so. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Anything like that's fine then. Um, also with me is Aaron Varshney, otherwise known as Varsh, on the forums. How are you doing, Aaron? Hello. I'm uh, feeling a hell of a lot better than I was last few days, that's for sure. <laughs> He's back, back not feeling quite so sick from a certain video game, I'm so yeah, guessing. Indeed. <laughs> I think about that one. Yeah, I'm sure we might mention it. It's, uh... <laughs> Good. So, other than feeling a bit nauseous, um, you've been alright otherwise? Yeah. Going good. So, yeah, all fine. All fine. Great stuff. And back with us again this week is, you know, the, the usual host with the most himself. It's uh, Mike Harridance. How you doing, Michael? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Neil. Good to be back. You're good, yeah. And it's just... Should have gone to be a bit of a disaster last week as you weren't here. But, uh, you know, well, I suppose it was in a way considering some of the debauchery we started talking about. But, yeah, <laughs> not too bad. Yeah, I'm not sure whether I'm glad or upset I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been one of those podcasts where you would have just been going, okay, guys, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move this on somewhat. <laughs> yeah, so, slightly chaotic. Hey, it might well be again this week, you never know. Yeah. Right, so then. So we'll just crack on. And I suppose, you know what, Mike, as I was talking to you, um, what have you been playing this week, Michael? Um, I haven't actually been playing that much this week. Um, I've uh, been busy uh, with other stuff, sort of immediately and after work and everything. Um, I did go on some more Shenmue 2 briefly because I'm playing through that now. Uh, Splendid. Yep, haven't finished the first one again. So that's been good to go through. I haven't played that for quite a while either, so that's been cool. Um, it's Yeah, I've forgotten quite a lot of the game, so kind of, um, <laughs> almost discovering it again, in a way. 
Yeah, it's bad. A lot of games like that, you just don't uh, remember so many weird little bits of games. I find that with films as well, to be honest, as you get older and you're like, I don't remember this bit or that bit. It's just, <laughs> yeah, even the old classics that happens with, sadly. Um, yeah, exactly. Cool. So not much other than that. Um, well, I have been. Um, I just I have been playing Life is Strange as well. I've been um, showing my mate that when he comes around and plays it. Um, usually just hang out and play games all day. Usually take a game each to play and stuff like something he hasn't played, something I haven't played or whatever. So he hasn't um, seen Life is Strange. So I thought, well, do you want to see this? I was like, yep. Yeah. So I've gone through that. I've just finished it up today actually. Um, I uh, try to um, like do different choices from my first playthrough, which was when I was reviewing the episodes as they came out so now was i now i managed to play it like all the way through without obviously having to wait for an episode so that was cool um so i uh, did the opposite especially for the, uh, the ending um i'm not going to spoil anything but i did the opposite choice to what i did first time around so that was cool um saw quite a new uh quite a few new scenes and everything did things quite differently so um, yeah i've still i really enjoyed that series um around and still enjoyed it again now um i'll probably throw it again at some point as well because there's so much to see um so yeah that was good but um yeah that's about it really haven't really i just haven't been in the mood for games and stuff i haven't been very well this week so um i've just been thinking that i um actually just been going to sleep quite early to be honest <laughs> <laughs> which is a rarity for you normally so yeah, that's fair is, enough yeah. mostly been doing movies and stuff just relaxing but yeah um, i expect uh, things to pick up again soon um Oh yeah, and I did leak. Uh, sorry, Leech Hunter on Resident Evil Zero. Uh, I managed to complete that, so yeah, that's about it. Blimey. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. Well, yeah, we're we're just coming out into February now, so of course it's uh, kicking on a bit games-wise. So I'm sure. Yeah. We'll have plenty of things to play and do this this month. Sounds right. Excellent. Okay. Um, I suppose we should ask Mr. Varshney next. Uh, what have you been playing? Well. Actually, I don't need to kind of ask you in a way because, as we just referenced uh, a moment ago, a certain game made you sick, and I'm sure people have guessed by now yeah, that. Yeah, I also did a mini feature on it. It's yes, small. yes. Um, the Witness, of course, which came out this week and yeah. drew it's, the ire of uh, many <laughs> when we uh, <laughs> we gave a review of uh, 6.5, Mr. Tim Nunes, and he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, uh, Tim did not, that, didn't he? He did, yeah. And well, you know what? Uh, you pretty much share his opinion, though. I would say. Would you agree on that? I've got quite a lot of mixed feelings about it. Um, one, there's no reason to complete the puzzles. There's just no narrative. Just put on an island, and it just told here go complete the puzzles uh so you don't really get any motivation but at the beginning the puzzles like really really easy and everything and gradually they start getting harder and the problem is with the game is that it's just basically one puzzle but just done in a slightly different way so it's kind of really hard to explain without trying to do any spoilers but i think that's been the problem everyone seems to have it's like and whatever way anyone spins it it makes it sound bad it's like even the people who've praised it to thy heavens have still had this thing about saying there'll be times you hate it and get frustrated with it and then but they can't explain why they like it beyond oh you want to do the next puzzle which is like 
But it does actually get difficult. Uh, what they actually, or what Jonathan's actually done anyway, is that he's mixed in environmental objects so that you've actually used those to a certain way to complete the puzzle. Hmm. So you have this board with a like the circuit you need to make with a your mouse or your controller or something. And a lot of the time it's quite simple. You just need to either kind of portion off one colour with another and separate them or go over black holes and fill them in or anything like that. And then there was some and you see environments where you have to use the shadows to make the line or go around the shadow or things like that. It's not really a spoiler to be honest. That so it's not too bad, but it's good. But there are some really archaic puzzles where, if you don't think in a certain way, you'll never forget it. And yeah, I found that I've been able to mull over some puzzles, which take me about probably fifteen minutes at most. Some of them. And at other times, you're like just thinking, okay, I just, oh, I just can't figure this out. And then the following day, you just go, ugh, finally got it. And then you go in and then you just complete it straight away. But the real problem with the game is the nausea. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I've been playing the game for three days, three whole days, and... At first, I thought I may have been coming down with something, but no, I figured out it was the field of view was so bad that in the end, a few people, well, not a few people, tons and tons of people on the Steam forums and on Humble Bundle and also on the console versions, they were complaining of sickness. And the reason is it was the field of view. And unfortunately for the console, for the PlayStation, uh, whatever format you got it on, you can't change your field of view. Even on a PC, you can't change your field of view. But well, it's a massive oversight, really, considering you know, it's a modern huge games. Huge, massive oversight. And thankfully, one of the developers actually puts up how to change the field of view on the PC, so I just thought, okay, I'm just going to do that. Change the field of view, set it to 105, and I was able to now be able to play the game for longer than an hour straight. I managed to play it yesterday for I think it was about six and a half, seven hours straight. And so, a vast improvement, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a huge difference, <laughs> but I never actually had any problems. I managed to get to a certain area which is completing pretty much most of the island. And now I'm up to certain puzzles where it's giving me massive amounts of headache. And I don't mean that it's difficult to complete. I mean, it's visually giving me a headache. <laughs> if I was epileptic, I'll be having an epileptic fit right now. Wow. That's... I'm probably... It's seriously bad. Um, and then there are other visual things that people who are visually impaired, whether it is like slightly softer 
eye issues where you can't actually see the screen brilliantly or you have color blindness or if you can't hear very well then you probably won't get any of the hearing puzzles that's me out <laughs> well that's good because i normally listen to music on my laptop don't have any sound coming out of my tv it's interesting you should say that because I was actually listening to my music at first while playing the game because they don't have any music playing and obviously because of the visual uh, audio puzzles. But I was like thinking, why can't I figure this out? I just really can't do it. And one of my friends just said to me, turn off your music and then do that puzzle. So I turned off the music and I was like, oh, it's so simple. <laughs> but the thing is, there was only like four balls out of i think i've completed about 380 now there's only four puzzles that i've actually found that requires sound so it's just kind of a shame that there's no music in the game to really bring in the atmosphere and everything having said that it does look stunning the game that is yeah i mean as visually it is no it's not like the best looking really underneath and it's not like high maintenance but it's just very visually striking yeah it it's mainly the artistic style which is why it's so very appealing and everything but yeah the way he's actually mixed everything together is really really good but i will have to agree with tim's score six well i'll, I'll rate it a tiny bit higher because the further you get into the game it's just a little bit more enjoyable but I wouldn't give it any more than like a 7.2, 7.3, simply because of the massive oversights that the blows has actually done. All right. So yeah, poor Tim has since then just had a further trouble completing more puzzles and just generally raging at the game. It's a thing is, and you know, people I think the review uh basically saying, oh, you can't have finished it, you didn't do this, which I hate to tell you, pretty much nobody finished the uh, review copy of the game, even these people that gave it 10 out of 10. So as I was listening to several other people this week talking on podcasts saying that. Um, so, yeah, it's not really the problem with uh, why it's not bad. You know, it has problems because uh, I think uh, Games Radar also rated it quite lowly. I think they gave it 6 out of 10. That was Leon Hurley and you know he's not he's not a stupid bloke let's put it that way so it's uh i think it's just not going to get on with everyone it's going to be a very marmite game i think i it twigged with me earlier what it is it's the inception of video games it's a, something that makes people feel smarter but isn't really making them feel as smart they should be. it's yeah, it's deceptive you know as much as blow has gone on about how or other games just make you feel like you're being clever like that rather than actually being clever it's like well technically this is what's still happening here yeah if you actually have a look or if you go through both of the puzzles they are actually really easy it's just yeah the fact and you can guess some of them too which is yeah well you can guess some of them but the thing is if you actually find out why they're done that way you're like thinking Wow, that was just so simple. You just need to kind of like think outside of the box rather than what's in front of you. That's what's actually tricking you. And as soon as you think outside the box and 
how he might have actually solved the puzzles, then you're going to find most of the puzzles super easy. So, oh, yeah. That's... Yeah. Oh, dear, with the witness, eh? Yes. Yeah, so, so, but there you go. Just to show people, you know, it wasn't just one person not enjoying it. It's as much as, they, as others have. That's the great thing about, you know, the games. Yeah, we, we don't all agree. It's... It's almost actually. It's also another thing. I was thinking. It's almost like the opposite reaction Fallout Four got, which is like when it got high scores, everyone was like, "Yeah, but it it can't be that good." So, bugger off! It's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. That's it. That's it. It's like now it's like the opposite reaction. As I think we had comments around the time going, "Uh, you you just gave it a high score for because it's Fallout." It's like okay, right? It's like, no, nothing to do with playing it for 120 hours at all. No, it's like. And enjoying every minute yeah, of it. Yeah, I've also one thing is, I'd say don't buy the witness until they've sorted out the field a few problems. Definitely, which they are supposed to be doing. To be fair. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Excellent. Did you play anything else though this week, or has that consumed you? Uh, I have been playing Nitro Plus Blasters, which is a fighting game coming out on the second. Yes, so I'm sure we will be hearing about that and soon. You will be. A few should be going up, hopefully in time of its release. Yeah. Uh, I'll be writing that up probably in the next day or two, so that should be good. And also, I have been playing, oh, what's that called again? Sebastian Blow Rally again. And that view should be up on Monday. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so basically, by the time this is on the uh, website, there should be you know, the review should yeah, be up, it should for be that. up then. Yeah, both of them. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Excellent. Um, ben, what about you? Playing anything nice? Usual things for me. Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> but you've also been playing. Uh, yeah, you've also been playing the beta of uh, something out that's out this week. Uh, yeah. yeah, the division. Yeah, division. division. And how have you uh, been finding it? I've, I've been liking it actually. I I, I went from there uh, to yeah, I'm going to buy it straight away. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to buy it on day one now. I liked it that much the beta. Nothing about it yet that uh, makes you cautious for the full release. Not really, to be honest. I enjoy just exploring the dark zone with friends. You know, the PvP PvE era. I just like I like games where you can just loot up and get better gear. Yeah, I mean that I'm is a highly a, a highly compelling yeah. thing to do in video games. It's like yeah. something I didn't really discover till probably a few years ago. I think when I first played the first Borderlands, and I just went, "Oh, I like this. I like this whole idea of looting and stuff." I and, like yeah. the fact that you can get light blue items which change your appearance, but with no stats. It's just getting stuff like that. That's that's all I want. I don't even care about armor now because I've got weapons <laughs> and I just want to find. Yeah, you know, I'll go up to someone. He'll drop a like dark blue rare weapon. I'm like, oh, I don't care. Go next to the next person, kill him. He'll drop some pants. I'm like, oh my god, you troll! <laughs> yes, a beanie hat. Yes. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier. Someone <laughs> tweeting about it's like I went on a life endangering mission that lasted for ages, and all I got out of it was a beanie, <laughs> and I was happy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was helping someone through a hard, hard story mission that they've added, and it drops some trousers. I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's just what I wanted. The only time you'd be glad something drops its trousers in front of you like that. Eh? 
the only thing that I haven't had yet is a cardigan, another cardigan sort of. You got you got like different swords. You got head, jacket, pants, trousers, and cardigans. And for some reason, I've got like four or five of every item except for cardigans. I only have the standard item for that. They must be super rare. Ooh, you see that? This is weirdly t- makes me tempted on it because <laughs> I have this weirdly weird thing about collecting clothes in games. So I mean, the G- my GTA Online profile, I've got about a wardrobe of nearly everything so far, <laughs> clothing-wise, just because I want it all. Uh, I, anytime I load that up, I usually spend about uh, the first half an hour getting dressed. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to reveal everyone how to break the game, though. I don't know if this will be fixed by the time the game comes out, but in, in the beta test that was this weekend, because by the time this goes live, the beta will have ended, probably. Yeah, more likely. Um, you can break the game and go into any wall or any building of your choice using this glitch. Well, almost any wall. What you've got to do is have a friend with you. You need a friend. And he has to have, you both have to have the ballistic shield unlocked, which to be fair is only one point, so that's pretty easy to do. Um, Go to a wall, get sort of like, go into a corner of a building so that you're kind of like trapped in the corner. Have your friend summon the ballistic shield and then have him walk towards you while you're trapped in the corner. Then roll forwards towards him. Uh, this will push you backwards because you'll collide into the shield. The shield will, you know, the collision detection with the shield. But the game's graphics, the wall's behind you, so it doesn't know what to do. Because you're trapped in the corner, you can't be pushed to the side. You can't go through him. That means the game pushes you backwards into the graphics. You're stuck in between the real gameplay and outside the world. So what you do then is you summon your ballistic shield and that will clip part of your shield into the real world. I say real world, but, you know, game world. Yeah, as real as it gets. (laughs) Yeah. And then your mate pushes forward into the part of your shield that's clipped through into the playable area. This will push you backwards, forcing you back into the actual building and skip past the invisible walls. And then you're in in the building. There you go. Ben has broken a game again. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> continuous record. The funniest part about this, though, is I found I've been in like three or four buildings, and one of the buildings I found two NPCs just hiding out on top of a roof inside the graphics. And I was also walking around, and I videoed it as well. And you see a picture on Twitter where um, I found one of the NPCs that randomly asks you for food items. You know, he'll go, oh, I need help. Can I get some canned food? So you can give him some canned food and he gives you a reward. It was inside the building, inside the glitch area. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Can I have some help? Okay, here you go. Uh, I don't think you're supposed to be here, mate. Um, but okay. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Uh, Damn, man. How many more oh, games are you going to break? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. The there you go. That's your, your tip of the week, which might not be relevant by the time we <laughs> hear it, yeah, but it, it might be fixed by the time it comes out. Who knows? But that's it. Now we've publicised it. it. In, um, Destiny. For a, yeah, well, yeah. Ben, just think, you're doing Ubisoft a favour. You're actually making them fix bugs before <laughs> a game's released. 
I know, it's, it's like they've got a tester or something. I know, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hire testers, the games have always released the packs. <laughs> just, just hire me. Exactly. I think, I think it took us 15 minutes to slag off one of the major free companies this week, so that's a record, I think. <laughs> Good work, everyone. So, so sorry, Ubisoft, you were first this week. So, but we love you, really. Especially you little, little French people that bound around on stage at E3. They're the best ones. Um, right, so that leaves me, really, doesn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. I, play, I played Lego Avengers uh, for review and because I like Lego and Avengers. Uh, yeah, uh, not, not really much to say apart from it's a Lego game and it features the Avengers. And <laughs> that's great for me. Uh, it's a great little family game. It's got some cool characters in it that are quite obscure in terms of Marvel stuff. In there. It's... Yeah, it's better than Marvel Superheroes was, which I found very disappointing considering it was like the apex of Lego games for me. It was like Lego and Marvel together. Oh, this is like the best thing ever, and it wasn't. It was just like it felt bloated to me. So it was it was nice to see this be a bit more reined in, probably because it uses the movies as like a, a starting point for its plot and uses them quite well and doesn't overuse things like For the Dark World. Thank God. And yeah, I had great fun. Gave it eight out of ten. Yeah, which is pretty much it. Greatness for me on games like that. Um, put a bit more World of Tanks, which the review went up this week, I think, as well. Which I gave seven point five, and yeah, really enjoyed that. Not surprisingly for me, it's like uh, I know you enjoy War Thunder a lot, Mike, don't you? It's uh, yeah, and. Uh, you do, yeah. It's this. I think this is my war thunder. This is. Uh, <laughs> I'm really actually getting quite into it. So I had less time to play it this week with the reviews, but it's yeah. It's one of those things you could just pick up for a few minutes and probably do an hour or so, and then before you know it, it's lovely. No, which for me, I'm not very online centric with games these days. It's just like it takes a lot for me to go. Yeah, I'll play online with people. That's cool. Like that. So for a game like that to do it is pretty good. For a free to play game, it gives you a fairly generous window of time to sort of experience the game as it can be before it starts going. Yeah, well, you might want to spend money now. Yeah, if you want to go giving, getting all these great things. But but yeah, it, it's enough that you just go. Well, yeah. No harm done, no foul. You know, it's I've, I've played enough. I don't have to. I do have to spend money at this point. And so you, you've probably paid for uh, what you wanted at that point. Um, outside reviews, I've been playing this War of Mine, uh, the little ones on PS4, which JP reviewed the other week and gave it nine out of ten, I believe. And it was yeah, that's pretty much I've played eight games from this year so far and I, that's easily the best one I've played for a while and it's just it's depressingly horribly bleak and there's just there's no winning in that game it is pretty much just survives as long as you can hope that not too much bad shit happens to you but, but it always happens to you it's it's just like browbeats you into going yeah you, you know you're looking for that happy ending it ain't happening it's like You'll get everything all sorted with your party of people, and you're like, ah, oh, they're all having a time. They've got a hot stove, and they've got some food, and got beds to sleep on. And then it's like you'll go out scavenging that night, and the guy you send scavenging gets shot, and then 
the others are at home and the house has been raided and two of them got mortally wounded. It's, yeah, horrible, horrible, depressing stuff, but yet compelling, which is a weird thing to say, which is almost as confusing as, you know, describing the witness, it seems. It's just, yeah, great game. I, I thoroughly recommend anyone to at least experience it. It's just, games don't tend to be that serious and, you know, willing to make you unhappy, I would say, is the best way I can put it. Yeah, I think that covers it for me. I've they've taken up my week the most of all. So I think we got out of that bit. But we're gonna go back to what we were talking about before with the witness and being sick of off that. Um just a question point. Uh, I was gonna ask, has there been a game that's made you physically sick before the witness? Or even just a game that you've ended up injured from directly or indirectly? Um Aaron, I know you're, you're going to say The Witness anyway. As yeah, a... <laughs> that's, that's the only game that I've ever felt like this before. Uh, have, you, have, you, have you ever been physically hurt by because of a game? Because of a game? Socially or just in general? Yeah, either way. Not really. I mean, obviously with MMOs, you always have social interactions and people just try and annoy you but to be honest i've never really had any problems with games whatsoever really it's just hmm. there you go the witness is the first one that's just emotion sickness so and i've never <laughs> felt that before even outside of games so that was a really <laughs> weird experience <laughs> that says something wow yeah um okay so ben what about you? Has Ben taken up Gary's role of being uh, dead we... this week? What's up? That's <laughs> yeah. right. We thought you were dead, taking Gary's role uh, from okay. the week to week. Did... Yes, we were just saying, has the game ever made you feel sick or you've been physically yeah. hurt by playing a game directly yeah. or indirectly? Yes, yeah, I've actually tried Zero HD. That's just ridiculous. Was it again? When just it first, when it first came out, the blur was just everything was blurred. Everything rolling blurred, walking blurred, attacking blurred, moving to left blurred. It's just like <laughs> no, no, I can't, I can't. It was just making me feel physically sick. It, it has, I have played it since because it just put me off, but it has been patched. I heard you can turn it off. Uh, but it, when it first came, it was just like no, 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 no. Dear, dear. And I guess. Not physically hurt, but one thing that did annoy me a little bit was Journey when I tested it when it first, when I, you know, like a year before it came out. Yeah. Because originally it only had motion controls as support, which when Oof. you're moving around like you do on Journey, it kind of like twisted my arms about, moving up and down, moving, but I'd break my wrist to move <laughs> about fast enough because the camera and his movement were tied to the the six actors. So yeah, it felt that, that, really that never, Yeah, that never really worked <laughs> properly. <laughs> the idea of that. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. There's no games. Oh, I guess I could say I hurt everyone who walked past the window when I played Commander Cherry when I had to play. <laughs> 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 it didn't hurt me, and why indirectly hurt? <laughs> we found else. Ben's secret now, haven't we? 
<laughs> yeah, the, when that video goes up on YouTube one day, that's when it'll hurt people. <laughs> so yeah, um, oh yeah, that's what I do. I, at midnight, I go, oh, it's time to play Commander Cherry. I'm going to stream it on my secret <laughs> yes, just lure people in pretending it's a giveaway <laughs> and wait till you get to a certain high number and then just unleash Commander Cherry on them. Um, but yeah, apart from that, not much really. Oh, cool. Oh, and Haze, actually, Haze. I wanted to punch the people that made Haze, but that was just because it was a bad game. I, I just wanted to be at their feet. Right, you know, clawing at their clothes, going, "Why? What did we do to you? <laughs> we believed in you." It was the only game where I've ever, I've actually gone into game the next day to trade it in, and then told them, "Can I pay you money to get off my hands?" She said that to the staff. I know so I just much. bought it, but I want to give it in, and I, I feel bad if you give me money back, so I'll give you more money to get off my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, poor Hayes. Or them in general. Yeah, oh. oh, they do. Yeah, they're um, Dan Buster. They're working on Homefront Revolution now. So, yeah, that yes. And Time Split still exists, as I, I, I pointed out before. Well, it does. Yeah, it's, it's Crytek have given a bunch of modders the stuff to go and make their own game. So, as I said before, it's uh, we should get that, even this year or next year. But obviously, not being a really professional bunch probably will be longer so um mike what about you any any injuries um that's a good question uh about the I'm, i can come back to you if you do mine kind of gives it away um i don't think <laughs> i don't think any games made me feel ill nauseous or anything like that i haven't injured myself in any way at all playing the game um I mean, the only, you know, I think the only thing I've ever felt from everything is quite being quite emotionally affected by a game, you know, like things like kind of Metal Gear Solid or Bioshock Infinite and stuff, you know, that kind of like get, get me there. But nothing, you know, oh, yeah, feeling feelings nauseous. hurt. Yeah, no, nothing like feeling nauseous, anything along the lines of what Aaron's described. No, sorry, that's a bit of a, or an answer really. But no, I, I've been lucky, I guess. <laughs> yeah, indeed you have, I think. I, so... I suppose I'll recall, <laughs> regale you with some of my stories, which include um, a game of Goldeneye turned into an all-out brawl. Um, well, it was like a semi-brawl. It was like, it, yeah, we we're talking the era of like wrestling being a big thing, and you know, Goldeneye's out. So, and yeah, it. I think it was because I won, and I hadn't played the Goldeneye before, <laughs> and they didn't like that I won, and. I basically camped in a corner and just shot them as they came around the, for the entire match. And, yeah, I don't know. It just turned into a giant hardcore wrestling match at someone's house. I think it ended with uh, me getting hit around the head with a motorcycle helmet and then me twatting someone. With, uh, yeah, what? then I twatted someone with an ottoman. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... Sounds like you had fun. Yeah, yeah, this is it. I mean, and back then, I'll just put for reference point. I was probably I was very short back then, so like these are all big guys. It's just like it was like watching Daniel Bryan in his prime was trying to beat the like the Undertaker, Kane, and the Big Show at once. <laughs> it, it it shouldn't be an entertaining story, but it was an entertaining story. 
also with those same people we were funnily enough playing um wwf warzone on the ps1 and i lost at that and yeah again i was the only one that played that and i was like oh, i'm really good at it like that and they they jammed me out of it and i was like i literally flipped an armchair <laughs> in rage and pushed it and just crushed the poor guy's foot so that was a uh, unfortunate as the usual you know we related injuries of getting cracked in the face with a Wii remote and <laughs> yeah because someone has to <laughs> so, <laughs> I yeah I literally I got black eye from a Wii remote as I stood too close behind someone as I was walking through and that wasn't fun <laughs> like that and yeah other than that I think again not me but quite a funny weird thing the end of The Walking Dead season one just when you're having that little intimate moment which uh, I'll say spoilers here if you want to turn down for about 30 seconds but you know it's three years old four years old now so yeah when Lee and Clementine are having their little heart to heart and he's dying like that and it's all sad <laughs> it's uh I was really invested in it and everything like having played over months and months of the story and the cat decided to get up off the sofa behind me and start retching up a furball and just yeah was sick all over the carpet in the middle of that touching emotional scene (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i can never sort of stop that connection anymore (laughs) that's it uh the wonder of pets (laughs) oh so it's like it's kind of like yeah it's just like i thought was it the sound because obviously in the background of that scene you can hear zombies going backwards and forwards and making little groaning yeah. noises and it's just you just hearing the, oh, 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 and you're like, what the hell and it's just like that's weird what the hell's that noise and so like, <laughs> if you just turn around to see this cat just wrenching up something so it probably would have been more effective than something like Resident Evil 2. You know, so yeah. It's, it's like Christ, it's that creature again. But yeah, there you go. So that's my little weird, wonderful collection. Of stuff. I'm sure there's more. Like I'm one of three brothers, so there were more than enough uh, battles over video games over the years. Um, but yeah, we'll leave it at that, I think. Um, next up. <laughs> <Fair play. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just going to make people go. This this guy just sounds like an idiot. <laughs> but um, all right. So we'll move on to our next section, and it is basically we're going to go through the games coming out in February, and we're going to read them. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But not in the normal way. And there's a special thing. I'm oh, sorry. I've just opened the Windows window here. On my thing, and I can't see anything on the screen, which is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> get off my screen, Windows. Basically, a hit and miss, isn't it? Okay. I think it's disappeared. Yeah, it seems like they've both disappeared. I'm here. <laughs> okay. Um, insert weighted music. <laughs> and we're on standby. Please hold. Please hold. We'll just transform your call. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I, cl- I clicked one icon to the left of where I was supposed to click, and it was the Windows Store. And if you know Windows 8 at all, you'll know that that's just the most that's horrid bad. thing ever. 
Yeah. So yeah, and I couldn't get out of it, and of course I was pressing Definitely. down the button to speak, and it was just typing Z constantly. That oh, was fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, like you said, Mike, it is a very much a hit and miss thing, but you know, I was going to call it something a bit more profane, uh, but instead we're going to call it hit it or quit it. So I'm going to say the name of the game, and I'll go around you. I'll go Mike, then Aaron, then Ben, and you say hit it or quit it. And no, it's it's honestly not a misogynistic thing of being like I find this game attractive uh, or something. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> bit of fun. Yeah, it is literally just a bit of fun. Yeah. Cool. So, start with Mike, then with Aaron, then with Ben. Uh, I will offer no opinion on these things just for because it's just a fun article. Yeah, okay, sure. so we shall start. We're not a hero. Oh. Uh, quit it. <laughs> quit it. Okay. Uh, make it a mention, Neptunia 7. Uh, hit it. Hit it. Eh, uh, maybe. Yeah. That's not an answer, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined the game. <laughs> Two games in. Fine, hit it. Hit it. Thank you. Uh, Gravity Rush Remastered. Hit it. Mega hit. Hit it all the time. Alright, you, you're just playing with the formula now, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nitro Plus Blasters. Heroin's Infinite Jewel. Oh, quit it. I guess I'm the only one who can really comment on this, but I'm going to say hit it. Quit it. Okay. I'm Digimon Story. <laughs> Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Oh, God. Quit it. <laughs> Quit it. Hit it. You good? Uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Hmm. Hit it. It sounds cool. <laughs> it is. Um, I really don't know. Uh, Quit it. Quit it. Damning, damning. I'm oh, sorry, I'm going to interject here. Crypt and Electro Dancer is amazing. So, but going on. Uh, Agatha Christie, The ABC Murders, where you play Poirot. Oh, I like Poirot. Hit it. <laughs> I could have say quit it. I'm going to go with quit it. Okay. Um, next up, Unravel. Yanni himself. Ah, uh, hit it. I'm going to say hit it, but I hate to be soft. It's EA. It's EA. Oh, it's EA. Oh, I still hate them. Anyway. They're interchangeable, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, Ben, what did you say? Oh, I was waiting. I hit it. Cool. I'm sure we'll be reviewing that soon. Uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Trilogy Pack. Um, quit it. Quit it. I've already got one of them, so quit it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, lovers in a dangerous space time. Uh, I wish I was a middle option. Um, quit it. <laughs> hit it. It's an amazing game. Oh. Uh, hit it because Varsh. Because Varsh. I hope it's, they're going to put it in the PlayStation 4 version. Is online multiplayer. If they put that in, it'd be one of the best games this year. Excellent. Um, Firewatch. 
Oh, yeah, hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Excellent. <laughs> Arslan. I assume that is how you say it. Uh, the Warriors of Legend. Quit it. Quit it. Is it because it's arse? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I get my dad yeah, jokes out of the way. I think it is actually, yeah. It is actually another Warriors game. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't even need to ask Ben this one. Naruto Shifferden Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Full house. Uh Elekine's gun, which I think is kinda of like a Hitman time game. Uh, quit it. Just taking a quick check on it, but uh, that's not how you play the game. Quit it. Quite troublingly, quit there. It. That's missed its release date several times. So it's quitted itself. It's it's <laughs> not even got, it's not even up for action. Uh, Dying light. The following. Oh, hit it. Still never played Dying Light, but. I would say hit it because everyone loves. Quit it because everyone else wants it. <laughs> I do very much. <laughs> uh, da, 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 pixel piracy. Quit. Quit it. Hit it. Excellent. Layers of fear. Hit it. Quit it. Quit it. You're good. I, I'll just remind you guys, you, you, it's not a death sentence if you say the wrong thing. It's a, you don't have, you have to think about it too hard. <laughs> so, um, Tron Run slash R. Which, uh, if you didn't know, is an endless runner game. Yeah, I quit it because it's an endless runner. I hate it. Ben loves the endless running. Uh, the Escapist, The Walking Dead. Uh, hit. Quit it. Uh, hit, quit it. Hit, quit it. Fair enough. Okay, we've got the biggies now. Uh, Street Fire 5. Oh, hit it. Hit it. Quit it. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Uh, Far Cry Primal. Hit it. Quit it. Quit it. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Quit it. Quit it. Hit it. I knew he'd choose that. (laughs) (laughs) And finally on our list, uh, it's no express release date, but it's supposed to be out in February. The Walking Dead, Telltale's Walking Dead Michonne, a Telltale Games miniseries. Oh, hit it. Hit it. Quit it. And thus, <laughs> and thus concludes this segment. I w- will probably get Tokotori. No, Valkyria Chronicles remastered. Oh, all right then, add that. That's a massive, massive, massive hit. It. Is that actually out in Europe and in, in, in the West though? Are we doing like Japanese games or what? No, I think it's actually released here. Um. I'm sure it oh, can't no, be Oh no, that no, you're early. right. It is. Yeah. It's Japan. It's yeah, spring. Japan. Yes, yeah, probably too. There you go. I did do my research. Yeah, time. there's no way I'd get that out over here that quickly. <laughs>
That All right, fun. it's better. Yeah, I so say we'll try and get Kevin to put some music to that. So hopefully it sounds. <laughs> Actually, can I just um ask something real quickly here, Neil? Yes, go. On. Um, Ben, from your comments on Street Fighter Five, you don't like the game, then? Oh, oh, I like it. It's just that I've I've never been a huge fighting fan, ah. so I never really buy them straight away. The only games I ever buy release fighting games are like Naruto, where it has a main story campaign. Oh yeah, of course you. With yeah. fighting games, I normally just wait a bit. All right, fair play. Just curious, that's all, because I know you've been playing yeah. the beta. Sweet. Oh, yeah. I've been playing it today. It's a lot of fun. So in that case, it's a hit. It's just that you prefer it with a story. Yeah. Well, even the story, I, I like the look of this. It's just that with fighting games, I only really play them once. No, that's fair enough. Or I might play occasionally, yeah, every couple of months. So I'm going to wait until it goes down in price or until there's a time where I don't have other games to buy. Yeah. If you want story, you should try Tekken. It's crazy. Yeah. That's why I always <laughs> like Tekken games. Yeah. <laughs> Pencil. Sorry about that, Neil. <laughs> no, that's all right. I was you reminded me because uh, I was thinking there. Yeah, it's quite intriguing that he, uh, he said quit it. So yeah, that's cool. And I said uh, hopefully Kevin can put some music to that and make it more bearable for you at home. That's good. <laughs> but yeah, it was good fun. Good fun. Bastard music. Hill. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so yeah, we've got a couple of questions this week, uh, general ones. Um, so I'll start this one. After the retirement hoax, what promise will Peter Molyneux break next? Uh, we'll go with Aaron. Uh, because he's actually, I, I think he's got to quit. So I don't know. If, I haven't thought about this one really. Whatever game he actually <laughs> wants to bring out next, it'll be a false promises anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben? What if he's trying to break his promise about breaking the promise of quitting? What if he's double breaking the promise? Promise section. Yeah, promise that he's quitting. Now he's promised to stay around, but actually he's quitting. <laughs> oh. Oh, I know. He's promised that he's going to keep being a game developer until he dies. However, it's going to be a point where he has to stop anyway. Yeah, I mean, what that, that makes sense. Died? What if he's never been alive to begin so with? He, he's already breaking his own promise. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only just put it out. What if Milo has taken over after uh, since his inception and there's been no Molyneux for years? That's the <laughs> question. He's just stuck in the cube. They made. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, Mike? Oh, oh God. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't have to be serious, Mike. Don't worry. Oh, enough about Peter. You've already come up with anything witty or interesting at all, to be honest. Be... All right, fair enough. Um, <laughs> oh, let's see. Um, how about delivering a Fable game that lives up to all our expectations? That is bound <laughs> to break that promise. Hell, just deliver a game. Yeah, or a game in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry, that's that's all I got. <laughs> I'm not I'm not really the witty one. <laughs> yeah, I had nothing for this, so don't worry. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I had the questions. I was just going to pose them to you guys. So. Yeah, all right, fair play. In fact, have you actually heard what he's? Um, oh no, it's not what he's doing. But um, you know that cube puzzle thing that was supposed to have been solved, and it would have actually supposed to have got ten thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's someone starting a campaign. Yeah, someone's crowdfunding Bundle it. Have yeah. actually reached out to the community going, 
okay, we're going to put up games and whatever you buy, we're going to get that money and give it to that person who solved it. Oh. They yeah. shouldn't have to do that. No, they shouldn't. Uh, there you go. Oh, it's just also, remember we were supposed to get any money from the sales of the game as well. Yeah, Which has exactly. now been pulled. Yeah. 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 It was also supposed to be a god or whatever for a certain amount of time as well. Yep. So is that another promise that he's now broken because he can't actually supply the £10,000 in Humble Bundle we're going to do it for him? Well, he'd already broken that promise, to be fair, because he hadn't put him in the game, as far as I last heard. So, so yeah, he'd broken that promise, so he'd retroactively broken the other promises too, I suppose, as a result. And also bringing out Goddess properly, and he's canned it. No (laughs) pun intended. You know what? You know what I want to see now. I want to see Peter Molecule work with M Night Shyamalan to make a movie. Peter Molecule. <laughs> I want to see Peter and M Night Shyamalan make a movie. Oh, what's the movie? The one that Terry Gilliam always wants to make, but never can. Don Quixote, like that. He always wants to make it, never gets around to it. That's it. Peter Molecule will say he's going to direct that. <laughs> or he's going to say or he's going to work with Hideo Kojima at Konami <laughs> that would be, uh, be the twist that would be the one he'll actually come up with uh, uh, um, uh, other question we had this week was will Umbrella Corps be the worst Resident Evil spin-off yet yes. uh, Mike go on <laughs> um Oh yeah, this I've got a bit more to say on. Um, Resident Evil spin-offs in general aren't really that great. Um, well, I suppose you could count. Um, I mean, would you? Is Revelations technically a spin-off? I mean, that is. Well, it's not part of the main campaign game series, so. Yeah. yeah anything, but, anything that's not a numbered sequel, it, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Aaron. It is canon. I thought the definition of spin-off was isn't isn't really. I suppose it's it doesn't mean that it's not canon. It just means not part of the numbered series. So yeah, okay. Well, in that case, they've been hit and miss. I mean, Operation Raccoon City hated by about just by about everyone but Dane. Um, <laughs> our very own Dane issue. Um, but, and this this honestly looks just like an extension of that. It's you know an online multiplayer based shooter. It's guys going against. It's like um, mercenary types from Umbrella going against other mercenary types. You know, obviously P, um, PvP mixed in with zombies and all the other stuff. Like who like kind of pretty much just try and get in the way rather than anything. You can use them like human shields. So it's I don't know. It they when Capcom try and go all out action, it never really works. They don't have the they don't really have the kind of chops to make that kind of stuff well. They do. They've always done survival horror better and that kind of stuff. They never really do out, out action very well. I mean, just look at Resident. I mean, Res, yeah, Resident Evil Four was more action oriented, but it still was. It still wasn't. It still maintained the kind of uh, more of an element in the kind of like you know it had all the it had puzzle solving. It had some of the uh, more horror. Um, oriented elements of the previous games and stuff. I mean, five and six changed a bit. I mean, when you get to like six, I mean, look at how bad that turned out. That was more in a much more in an action direction. And then obviously, uh, Operation Raccoon City, which was even worse. So yeah, they whenever they try something like that, it never really goes down well. So I'm really, I don't have, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna actually say this would probably be the worst spin-off yet. I mean, if I can't, it's easy for me to say yes, just being cynical. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I think you've got 
a long way to go to beat Racing Wrecking City. And to be fair, this does seem, it looks nicer and it seems to be a little bit more, I don't know, It they do have, have a single, um, they have a single player sort of, of um, uh, horde mode um, for it, which takes you into like classic locations. Mm. zombies and stuff so that's kind of seems like as a cool side distraction but i don't know i mean it, it i think operation raku city was just so bad that i i it have to be ter- it would have to be appalling to beat that but i think it will certainly be one of the worst whether or not it will be the worst i don't know but i i, mean, I definitely don't have high hopes for it at all <laughs> no it, it, the name aside it is operation raccoon city 2 it's taking yeah, locations from the much. main game putting these weird stupid super soldier types in there and yeah it just it looks like they're trying to do esports and that's just possibly the most tragic thing of all i think <laughs> it's just yeah uh, no, if anything that it may have improved is that they don't link it in as this sort of or as a what if universe like they did with operation raccoon city which was a what if you could kill leon kennedy and resident evil 2 and it's like well this would happen this horrible terrible awful shell of a game yeah. Yeah. Um, Aaron, you piped up with a no, quite the or a yes somewhere in there. I'm sure early on. Uh, I don't know. I I didn't say anything. It's, um, I haven't actually played any of the Revelation games yet, so I honestly don't know. I've only really played the numbered series, so that's pretty much what I'm going to keep to. I'm five six. I wasn't too keen on, but. For the other ones, I just absolutely love. But when it comes to revelations and that, I'm going to hold back my comments. I think because I honestly don't have a clue. But I know oh, that yeah. I'm a massive Evil fan, and normally the Resident Evils he likes, I actually like. So I'll put a much go before he says. It is. So, 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 see, I'm copping out there. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine to cop out. That's all right. Um, and Ben, um, I I bought Operation Raccoon City, and it was just no, it was rubbish. And I'm I'm thinking this is going to be just as bad. <laughs> but I'm looking up looking up all the different spin-off Resident Evil games, and there are some that were Japan only that I found, including a Japanese. Um, spin-off which was based on card games wow resident evil the card game video game wow really so yeah nina 2 biohazard clan master that was by capcom wow so yeah that's that's a thing there's also a biohazard pachinko machine as well by capcom yeah, well, of course. Seen, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a mixture of pinball and a slot machine. Yeah, it's pretty. They, they base it around Resident <laughs> Evil and Remake using assets from that. Um, yeah. There's a cool, kind of cool FME scenes in it, actually. But yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, for us, this will probably be the worst game. But for Japan, I'm going to guess the card game is probably the worst, being the fact that we've never heard of it and it's never come out here. Probably for very good reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, the social card battle RPG. Yeah, the other two ones. That, like the other two ones. That, yeah, the other two that come up for me, I think, are probably Gaiden on the Game Boy and Resident Evil uh, Gun Survivor. As they were oh, pretty God, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
uh, this if we're going to talk positively of spin-offs here then you have to say that it's going to have to be outbreak uh, one and two but just unfortunately yeah. born out of their proper time really those ball games so there you go cool i think that's one in six in the bag guys so uh, as we've been doing now contact details you'll find at the bottom of this podcast when you are looking at your screen and going what's he on about there it is there it is you see it you can see look, how to contact right us now. yeah look at that i've probably written something really funny about what this episode's about as well honest and and yeah so any more of any shout outs before we go i'd like to do some shout outs if that's all right Go for it, Ben. I want to take a shout out to Evolved Mail. I like his streams on uh, Twitch. He streams Fantasy 14, Battlefield, and City Line Sky something for the city building game. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Phoenix Down Radio. Uh, you can visit them at phoenixdownradio.com now. Uh, they stream on Twitch. They stream Fantasy 14 stuff. Uh, they also have their own podcast, which they actually do on Twitch. So you can actually listen to them record on Twitch. Excellent. Cool, cool. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, I got one, although it's completely ridiculous in a way, but happy birthday, Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, Phil Collins. Phil Collins gets today. a shout. 65, mad. You yeah. know what was really funny that you should say that? I've actually, before the podcast, been listening to Genesis. Oh, wicked. Nice. What, what stuff? Uh, it was basically Land of Confusion, uh, Oh, what's that? I can't walk. Well, I can walk, but you know. What I can't mean. dance. Yeah, that's oh, the cool, one. Cool, cool. Fair play. And, uh, <laughs> a few other ones as well. All right, nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm a Phil fan. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting his remastered albums. Uh yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so no shout outs for me. So. No shout outs for Vash. So that's fine. And no shout outs for me. That's cool. Um, email address for the podcast. I've forgotten it. Who remembers it? Uh, what the general podcast email yes. is podcast at psu.com. Yeah. There you go. Thank you guys. There you go. As prepared as I was, I forgot that. <laughs> okay. You were too prepared. I was, uh, well, I was uh, fairly prepared. The problem with a basic outline is you you forget some of the stuff. And same if you go too far the other way, you write too much down, you don't look at everything. So, I mean, even now I'm just making my notes for what to write in the description i've got literally witness sickness division beta and cat sick <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> pretty much covers it <laughs> yeah it's been wonderful recording with you guys again and Fun. i suppose we shall see you next week so everybody say goodbye cheerio folks goodbye and i will of course sign off with kevin's favorite phrase tatty bye <laughs> <laughs>